trends, you're going to consider some Honey. Some yes, sir. Let's yep. talk about family vacations. Oh, I thought you were just going to say regular vacations. You want us to talk about taking kids along? Well, we have gotten a few requests to please get into how we approach taking small humans on vacation. All right, fine. Buckle up. <laughs> Hi, I'm Rachel Hollis. And I'm Dave Hollis. And we're married. For like 15 years. And we have four kids. That's like a thousand kids. We've been foster parents to four kids as well. And we're running a business together. That's a lot of things. It is a lot of things. But we know that it's possible to have an exceptional relationship regardless of the stresses you have in your life. So if you want some tips and tricks on how we get through all the things, this is Rise Together. They want us to talk about how we vacation with children. We don't. Uh, uh, no, we take trips with our children. <laughs> we vacation together. Touche. Touche. Any, any parent knows that traveling with your kids is not a vacation. It's not to say that I don't look forward to those trips because I do. I uh, just don't relax when I'm on them. Because it's not so much about relaxing as it is about... Creating a beautiful family memory. Oh. What were you going to say? Uh, something worse. <laughs> Feels true. This is where you send your emails if you want to complain yeah. about me not liking hanging out with my kids on trips. Well, they're, they're definitely... Let's start here. There are two kinds of parents. The kinds of parents who love traveling with their kids. We have a sister-in-law. Our sister-in-law. Kirsten, Kiki. you are the winner. Kiki. She honestly, like, I wish I had some of that. I do too. She's so excited about the activities and the trips and the traveling. She'd take our kids. She'd I, take your kids. I'm ready to have them taken. Uh, she loves it. She looks forward to it. It, it lights her heart on fire. Yeah. We love traveling with our like we love a family vacation but because we have to <laughs> like i'm ron burgundy because they'll learn on these trips no i mean they'll i do like i look because i'm thinking like when we know oh we're going on vacation like i'm excited but it's going to be work here's what i would say if you are are considering traveling on a trip with your kids for the first time just don't think that this is your relaxing vacation. I guess unless, well, we don't know. Maybe if you have teenagers, it's relaxing. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, if you have a two-year-old. It's not relaxing. It's not relaxing it's with a two-year-old. It's actually worse than just staying home. We recently went on a trip and didn't bring the two-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> because we were trying to give the boys a we little did. bit of a special treat. Well, we, we took a whole family trip over the holidays. We did. To Hawaii. Your favorite place on earth. Favorite place on earth. And then we took a spring break trip with our school-aged children. And we left the two-year-old with a babysitter so that we could just devote time to the boys. Yep. And we did have beautiful memories on that trip with them that we wouldn't have had if we had, like, the, we couldn't have done those things if we had a two-year-old with us. That's right. And guess what? We got an update 
basically four times a day. Noah was living her best Best life. life. She went to a zoo. She went to a tea party. She saw a duck. She saw a goose. Oh, it was a goose. Yeah. Um, But so if you are the kind of person who's totally turned off by people complaining about having to travel with their kids, this is not the podcast episode for you. You've been warned. So we did actually write down four things that we felt like are our best advice if you are considering traveling with your children this summer. Number one, I can't read the writing. It's upside down from here. Okay, so the the first thing that we feel like is most important. Can I say? originally when we were like brainstorming these ideas, this idea, hey, the team is saying that there's a lot of people asking questions about how to travel with your kids. I said, let's make a 40 second long podcast episode that just says, don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) But if you must, the first thing we we would suggest is front loading. Yes. Honey, will you explain what front loading means? Front loading is managing the expectations of the humans you are traveling with so that they're really, really aware of how long it's going to take to get to the airport, how long the flight is, whether they have entertainment on the flight. What snacks are available to them. Yep. What and, And once you start the vacation, especially if you find yourself as someone who has at any time been codependent ish with your kids, making sure that there's clarity on what they'll be doing to entertain themselves and when those blocks of time happen and when you'll be playing in a sandcastle contest with them or whatever it might be. But for me, when I've left it open-ended, there is an expectation that we are doing a six-day contest. And it takes... A six-day playing all day. All day. Dave and I trip out because we're thinking of when we're little kids and our parents, I mean, we did not have the money for vacation. So I'm using the term vacation loosely. But let's say we all piled in the station wagon and we drove 16 hours to get to my uncle's house in the mountains. There was no, and now mom and dad shall entertain you for 14 hours a day. It was, we brought you somewhere cool. Go play. Go play. Go play. And our kids were like, we brought you to a place with a beach and a pool. And there's a unicorn you can ride. And they're like, I want to play Uno. And I'm like, we can play Uno at home, son. Go ride the unicorn. <laughs> Come on. What else do you need? Also... Somewhere someone's crying, being like, they just want to spend time with you. Our kids get more one-on-one time, more group time. They are covered. They're they good. are covered and smothered. Do you remember, like, sorry, this isn't the point of front-loading, but my dad had a, a truck. A dually. A dually, which is, I think, the way that the kids were calling, uh, like, two doors in the front, four wheels in the back. It was a big old You know truck. how I know what it's called? How do you know? Because my dad had one too. Your dad had a dually too? Of course he did. What if we had the same dually? We just was didn't know each yellow? other yet. It was. <gasps> no. A yellow Ford dually? Yes. How weird. How weird. Maybe they only made one kind in that era? Maybe we're, we were like destined to know each you other. Maybe we from passed the on the freeway? Totally. But my point of this very important <laughs> dually conversation is we went on vacation in that truck. My parents had four kids. Like, nine uh nine uh like 18 months apart we're all very kind of close in age 
And so my dad would throw a mattress yep. in the back of a dually. In the cab. And it was like, all right, we're going to Yellowstone. You're like, oh, we're going to Yellowstone in a truck. Yeah. With a mattress in the in back. In the back. Like it was covered. We should we should emphasize. Oh, yeah. It no, covered. it was covered with a camper <laughs> shell that if you were to flip over would yes. kill you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at least you did have some protection from the wind. Unless did you have the kind that we had where if you wanted to talk to the people in the truck, you had to open the windows the of slide the shell. Is, yeah. Then you've got a small crack of air. Then you got to open the window of the actual truck. Oh, that's you, what, oh. I had to go through a wind tunnel. No, we had. So then you're like screaming, like yeah. I have to go to the bathroom, and they're like, we hold had it. three. Pee in a yeah, McDonald's yeah, we had cup. three boys and one girl. <laughs> there was a jar in the back so for gross. the road trip. Our kids. No, also, they don't even know. I mean, I, I, I'm all about car safety, but like we drove thousands yeah. of miles 100% without a seatbelt on 100%. in the back when, yes. of a truck. When we moved up, when we upgraded to a minivan, like the Chrysler OG 1990 oh, minivan, yeah. Oh, yeah. we pulled the seats out of the back of that and then put the mattress down there. That that's we we rolled. You were over you were com, like committed committed to mattress, to highway unsafety. A hundred percent. So our parents never had to front load anything because we would never have assumed that we would be entertained once we arrived at our destination. Yeah. Our children, because we do play cards and watch movies and do all these things, and I'm super down for that in the evenings on vacation. And in the mornings on vacation, but if it's the afternoon and we're at a pool or a beach or whatever, mommy and daddy are gonna your lay best here. Life, son. We're gonna we're gonna read our books, and you are gonna splash around in this pool, brother. You know what it is? We grew up in an era where come back home when the streetlights come on yes. was a thing. True. So we had just like day-to-day combat training of the, the tough <laughs> How streets. How to live. Right? Get out on that Schwinn. Don't oh get arrested. Don't do anything stupid. Yeah. And be back when the, when the yeah. you know streetlight comes on. Here, now, at our house, everything's moderated. Yeah. Everything is curated by, by us, cruise directors. Yeah, we're afraid. Come we're on. We're afraid of something happening. Yeah, we live on happen. land. We you know we're like, don't get attacked by a deer. That that's <laughs> <laughs> you can't go play till the streetlights. What if the deer pack attacks you? The 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 biggest first takeaway is <laughs> front load your. So humans. we learned this the hard way, in that we would go on these vacations, then we're getting miserable or we're ticked off because our kids are expecting to be entertained the whole time, and so we learned that if we told them in advance how to expect it like we're gonna have breakfast together and then from 11 a.m until 4 p.m we're all gonna lay by the pool and while we're by the pool you can do one of these 10 things and mom and dad are gonna do this and we can hang out together and you can hang out with us like our oldest is not he he's he's like me he doesn't like sun he gets sunburned easily so jackson and i on vacation will play nine thousand hands of speed we play solitaire together which you don't think you can do but you can totally do it's a one player we game. play a lot of games together in the shade so my thing is if you want to hang out with me doing what i want to do we're great but if you're expecting me to go do your thing with you 
that's where we're going to run into some trouble. Yeah. On our trip with the boys, uh, the activity in the ocean was the thing that like at the beginning, I was like, this is rad. How fun. And then like four and a half hours later, I got swimmer's ear. I'm totally sunburned <laughs> and I haven't seen you all day. Swimmer's ear. That's because I'm in the shade playing solitaire. So our number one tip is front, front loading. loading. The second tip that we have for you is thinking of your vacation in terms of time for you, time for them, time for us. So time for you, like individually. Yes. Carving out an opportunity for you to walk away from the humans you yes. are traveling with and recharge. By yourself. By yourself. Could be a walk on the beach. It could be a walk in the park. It could be massage. a massage. It could, right? could be Working anything. Working out at the gym. But this is something that is meant to have you refreshed also. And if you aren't planning time for you to get a little bit of time to refuel, you're not going to come back refueled yeah. at all. And just And we think it's as simple as just having just having some time alone to do whatever. Like I love, one of my favorite things in the whole world is drinking coffee in the morning while looking at a body of water. Yeah. doesn't matter. <laughs> Ocean, beach, lake, whatever. It's one of my favorite things. So um, a lot of times on vacation for me, it's about I'll get up early or I'll go down to um, the main lobby and sit, just I'll have time away from the noise and the chaos of the kids. And we really respect that for each other is, hey, this is my time. And then maybe Dave's going to go to the gym for an hour and that's his time. But making sure that you get you time on a trip, if possible. It's, I mean, like when you've actually planned it out, it is the like guilt-free mm -hmm. relief. Like I, I struggle a little bit with me time generally, but when we're on vacation and we've agreed, hey, go, go do this thing. Oh, I indulge in that uh, time away. And I'm so happy for you to have alone time because I know that then I later am getting my alone yeah. time. So I'm like, live it up, brother. Yep. All right. So then time for them, your activities, your entertaining as a family. As what a family. are you doing as a family? Yep. And I think this works best if you, in the past, we would pick stuff that our kids would love but that we were like super bored or miserable or whatever. And you do it because it makes them happy. But I think that if you choose something that the entire family really would love, that's when you just have these memories. Like we just, when, when we went to Mexico, we went to Cirque du Soleil, oh. which I, I'm going to go ahead and say Cirque du Soleil is expensive as heck. So I know that it's not something everyone can do, but our kids had never been to Cirque du Soleil. And so we decided to splurge and we take the whole family. It was magic. Yeah. Those tickets were worth, I, I've never seen the kids react to anything like that in their lives. Yeah. And we thought it was so fun because we were entertained and having a good time. But oh my gosh, was it just, they've never seen acrobats. They've never seen any of those things they their eyes were lit up they were nervous they were excited they were giggling like it was so special and it was something that everybody in the family loved you know what was fun about that night too randomly we got there oh, yeah. early yeah and 
we had maybe an hour, an hour and a half yeah. of time we had to get through before the show started. And so we sat on a patio and opened an app. Heads up. Called Heads Up. Yeah. If you guys and don't like have a, this app and you have kids, you need to get it. This is not an ad. Yeah. And it should be. We could do ads for Heads Up. Yeah, I like Heads Up. Anyway, it was just like a really fun game it was that so every fun. person in the family gets. It's, you know, like not the most complicated thing, but like find a game that regardless of age, everyone can jump we in play, and play. It was um, so much fun. We play charades a lot in yeah. our family because it's something that the 12-year-old loves and it's something that the 6-year-old loves and it's something that the 2-year-old can laugh at so we are big on family games for sure uh, but we did have a lot of fun that night the other thing that we did um surprisingly that was a little bit of a challenge to them we we're staying at this resort and oftentimes when you're at a resort in anywhere but for sure mexico it's not necessarily super easy to take three kids out to dinner somewhere besides the hotel that you're at but by, I think, our third night, which was our last night, we were just like, we cannot eat at this restaurant one more time. <laughs> yeah. But we couldn't find anywhere else to go. And so we went to the fancy restaurant at our hotel. And it was hilarious because it was the kind of place where you had to wear, the guys had to wear pants. Covered toed yeah, shoes. Yeah, it was like, and it was fancy. A, a collared shirt. And we walk in. And both Dave, I like can't make words right now. Both Dave and I were like, oh, shoot. Because we didn't realize it's super fancy. It's like Sheeshy. candlelit dinner. People are dressed really nice. And Fort Hollis has cargo pants on with like, <laughs> like, like camouflage cargo pants. So we're like, oh, no. And we sit down at this table. It's a round table. And it's like all this silverware, all of this glassware. And the boys are like, their eyes are bigger than dinner plates because they're like, where are we? And we're thinking, this is going to be awful. And I'm also thinking, okay, well, we could give them devices. And we are, hey, guess what? If you're at like a five-star dining restaurant and you don't, you accidentally ended up there with a 12, 10, and 6-year-old boy, and you don't want to annoy the other patrons, you're going to consider some 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 iPod time. Yep. Uh, so we sit down, and shockingly, they thought it was so cool to be at a fancy restaurant, and it was such a special dinner, and they were so engaged. We talked the five of us talked for like three hours. And they tried and stuff that they would have never ever. tried. They tried so many things. It was <clears throat> amazing. And three separate older parents, which shout out, everybody needs to do this, at separate tables throughout the night and just said, you have the most well-behaved children. That was we so have nice. never, this is so, and they were all people whose kids were older. And... A, if you have, if you see parents whose kids are behaving, we need that to be our new thing that we do. Yeah. Because it made us feel like a million dollars. And two, I swear to you, I will have that memory of that dinner for the rest of my life. Yeah. Like it was so special, surprisingly special, that they just, they like elevated themselves in maturity to handle where they were at. Yeah. And I was so proud of them, but we also had fun. We had fun. We had fun. It's, it is interesting though. Like 
interrupting their normally scheduled programming with something like that because it was exactly what you're saying. The environment brought out their best version and I didn't even I didn't even know they could be as mature as they were, but because of the guy playing piano in the corner and all of the people, you know, sitting around who were having a refined proper set of conversations, they decided to also sit up and be proper themselves. It was mm -hmm. rad. So time for you, time for them, and then time for us, which is time for us as a couple. We, this is, this kind of goes into our next point that we feel like is really essential is planning for some kind of childcare on your vacation. I get like, you're going on a family vacation and you're talking about childcare and the yeah. answer is yeah. Yeah. Because when it's time for Rachel and I to also have an experience on the vacation. It's about connection. Being really, really yeah. intentional on growing this exceptional relationship of ours. We have to take a break from being on vacation with the kids who, by the way, are going to watch a movie. Yeah. Like, it's not like we're leaving them necessarily, but um, especially when we've traveled with Noah. Yeah. When you have a baby that's three or under. Yeah, we'll usually bring uh, a sister. We'll bring my niece. Yep. We'll bring someone. We'll be like, hello, we are going to give you a free vacation, all expenses paid, if you will come and be an extra set of hands. If you got a grandma, if you got someone that you can make that happen, that makes all the difference in the world. Plenty of times we haven't been able to have someone come with us, and then we are specifically choosing a hotel that is for families. Yeah. So um, they've got a kids club. Yeah, they've got a kids club. Like, hey, it could be during the day. Like, they're going to go to the kids club for two hours and do a craft. They're going to make a volcano in the kids club and we're going to use that time to go have a lunch date. Like it doesn't need to be some nighttime thing, yep. but if you go to a family friendly place, you, they, they have pre-approved people. We love, I swear this is not an ad. Um, we've been to the Alani in, um, in Hawaii so many times as a Disney property. And so we were able to go there years ago because Dave worked for Disney uh, and we have just loved it ever since. It's our one of our favorite places. And I'm sure there are other places that have great kids clubs, but that one is beyond. It's beyond. And your kids are like begging to go to the kids club. And then it's amazing because now you get two hours by the pool together and the kids are having so much fun and you're having so much fun. That's the dream. But just making time that you have time for you, time for your you all as a family, and then time for you as a couple if if you're a couple. And I will say too, like one of the things that was, uh, I think a special blessing in this last trip, you had dedicated one-on-one -on -one time with Jackson mm -hmm. for certain points. I took Sawyer on an individual like breakaway moment, getting a little bit of like, if you have more than one child, one-on-one -on -one time between a single parent and a single child is so life-giving to that kid. And you get to see the best version of them because they're not competing for attention or trying to, um, yeah, I mean, competing for attention is kind of the thing and yeah. like the thing in our family. Uh, I, you know, we don't always talk about this a ton, but just this parenting note that I would say is a big one for anyone who has multiple kids is just making sure you're getting alone time with each child Yeah, because it's so important for that bond that you have individually. But I also, that's when the boys tell me stuff that they haven't told me. Like, Jackson told me the other day, 
hate middle school. Jackson told me the other day that his like best friend in middle middle school decided they're not best friends anymore. So he just like cut them off, which obviously is very hurtful and sad and hard for him. But I had talked to him many times around the dinner table, whatever, and he hadn't told us that. And it wasn't until we were alone that he was like, oh, mommy, so-and-so did this. And he shared that hurt with me that he hadn't in group setting or with me and Dave. So having that alone time is so important for them to be able to have a confidant to talk to. Yeah, safe space. Um, the other thing we feel like is really important is planning the trip to the place. Meaning we've had some really bad experiences with kids on airplanes. <laughs> Our kids, not strangers' kids. Our kids on airplanes. Yep. We've made some mistakes. The first thing is, if you're going to be traveling for a length of time and can stomach the idea of letting your kids look at screens, and if you aren't there, get there. It'll change your experience. Pre-loading, downloading content so that if you are flying over a body of water and you don't have internet yep. for six, seven hours, yep. if you are driving in the car and you hit a patch in the mountains that doesn't have internet, you still have something that can uh, you know, allow them to keep themselves occupied. Um, snacks. You yeah, know, we like... took we took the kids. This was when Ford was a baby, and he was just potty training, so two and a half, three years old. And y'all, I had spent weeks prepping the airplane backpacks. Meaning, each kid gets their own curated airplane backpack with fun toys they've never played before. I read all the Pinterest things. We're ready to go. We are so ordered. It, it was the best packing job of my life. Suitcases, backpacks, the whole deal. We go to get on the plane. I don't even know how this is possible. We accidentally check the diaper bag. <laughs> That's right. We checked the diaper bag. So now we have a two and a half, three-year-old little boy who is on a five-hour flight to Hawaii in a pull-up. <laughs> in a pull-up. Bless. And... We're just like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? Dave literally walks the entire plane because he's like, the baby doesn't even have to be the same size as him. We can get it like a newborn baby's diaper and shove it down his pants like it'll absorb. <laughs> like we're just trying to figure out anything. There is not one other kid on the plane in diapers. Not one. Not one. And at some point, our, at some point, Ford starts peeing. Like any kid can in a in a pull up because we were in turbulence and he couldn't get up to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and he pees all over Dave. Yep. Just just a you're just he just urine is flowing deep and wide. <laughs> the fountain flowing deep and wide. And we still have like two and a half hours. Yep. We we're just like, we are so stupid. It's hard to be this dumb, but we are. And now and now we just are so crazy about what are we missing? What the do we checklist. need? Do they have snacks? Do we have things downloaded? Do are is everything charged? Like have a plan for how you're going to tackle that. And no, I mean if if it's a first trip that you're taking, you may not yet know this. If you have any motion sensitive children, mm -hmm. because we have two of the three, they have to have Dramamine before we start moving yep. or it's a puke. nightmare. Yeah, they're going to absolutely puke all over everything. So. I gave that to them. You're welcome. Yeah, you did. Good job, babe. 
Uh, yeah, that's our best advice. I mean, I think, can you think of anything else that feels important? Oh, um, I think it's worth saying we prefer family-friendly hotels to Airbnbs. Oh, yeah. uh, because we have done Airbnbs a couple times. And when you, at least when you have little kids, um, we've experienced a couple times where we've gotten an Airbnb and then the entire vacation we spend trying to keep our kids from destroying the house of the person we rented a house from. So I know there are lots of families that love Airbnb. We're not those families. Also, judge me. I don't care. Go ahead and judge <laughs> Here me. Here we go. I am not fighting for time in my schedule to take a vacation so that I can go to someone else's house and continue to clean and cook for these children. I am not interested in that. If I'm fighting for time in my calendar, I want to go somewhere where someone's like, can I make you some eggs? Yes, you can. Thank you. And I would love some coffee. So I would prefer to stay in a hotel where someone can make me eggs. I don't want to make people eggs. That's reasonable. I think that's reasonable. I think so, too. Someone's going to take offense to that, but that's okay. Oh, well. They like making eggs more than you. Yeah, that's true. Uh, One thing I also think, maybe last thing, make your family vacation plans, but then know your couple vacation trip and pencil it in on the old calendar six months later, four months later, whatever it is, because... There may be a point in the family vacation where you're like, you know what I need? A vacation. And at least you'll have that thing to look forward to when it's just you and your spouse. Yeah. We do one family vacation a year, like one big one, and then one big couple vacation a year. Yeah. And we plan, we're crazy. We plan stuff out so far in advance. I mean, our our schedules are nuts, but it also gives us something to look forward to. Yeah. So if you're traveling this summer, you know, leave the kids at home with grandma. But if you have to bring them along, you know, um, (laughs) (laughs) if you don't have anything nice to say, no, the Don't thing is, say it at all. I, I hope that people understand that we're trying to be funny and we're I, trying to make them laugh. I but, think they do. Or they won't. And they'll write negative reviews. That feels fine. Yeah, Thank you for that. those, Pam. Don't do that. I'm sure your kids appreciate all the eggs that you make them from scratch. And with that, if you like this episode, please take a <laughs> screenshot and put it up on your social. But do it in a way that then also has you putting up a picture of your last family vacation oh, that's a fun idea so that we can't and tag us tag uh, miss rachel hollis mr dave hollis hashtag rise together podcast and we'll uh, be able to check out where you have been and encourage you with to travel this. to travel and to get away and to spend time and make memories both as a couple and as a family